Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be concluding Pasha's Tetzaveh with Tetzaveh Shvi, the seventh Aliyah. The topic of our Aliyah is the Golden Mizbeach, the one implement that we've not heard about up till now. Our Aliyah is 10 Pesukim long, running from Perik Lamed to Mopasuk Aleph to Yud. We're told that the Mizbeach is to be made of wood, of acacia wood, I'd say Shittim, and it is meant to be a, um, it is meant to be a Amma, by Amma, which means a cubit by a cubit, roughly two feet by two feet. It is meant to be square and is twi- two Amas tall. So it is much smaller than the copper Mizbeach, the copper altar, which is outside. And it has four horns on it as well. It is completely gold covered, all parts of it. And instead of having four rings, it has two rings on each of the diagonal opposite corners uh, for, uh, along which it was carried. So it's a much smaller implement. Um, and we, we, we also hear about the, the staves which are used to carry it. And it is placed outside the Aaron, uh, uh, past the, uh, the Paroiches. It's facing the Aaron and it is used for katoras, for incense. Every morning the, and the Aaron is meant to tend the incense. And then when, it is, it, when the candles are lit in the evening, it is, it is also going to be um, used as well. It is considered an always sacrifice as well. And no Ketores Zara, no unauthorized spices are meant to be blown. You cannot bring libations or any types of other materials on it. It is going to also be atoned for once a year on Yom Kippur when Aaron brings the blood of the Korbanos onto it as well. A few basic questions and try to understand earlier. Number one is, where was it placed? So Rashi explains that it, unlike the Shulchan and the Menorah, which are placed to the right and the left in the Kodesh, the Mizbeach Azav is placed in the center. It's facing directly the Aaron um, in, in the center um, itself, which is, seems to be the emphasis of Psukim. What is brought in it? So it seems, it seems that the daily incense are brought. And then once a year, when Aaron does, or the Kohen Gadol does the, the Avod of Yom Kippur, he would bring out the blood that would be sprinkled inside and outside of the Kodesh Kadashim, and then it would also be brought to the Spizbeach, but that would be the only time that it would encounter an animal-based sacrifice at this point. Now, what is the function? What's the point of the Spizbeach? So the Bechor Shor, Rabbi Yosef Bechor Shor, explains that if you imagine the palace of the king, you have the bedchambers, that's the, 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 so to speak, where the, the king is, but then there is also the outer chamber in which there's lights, there's the king's table, and then there's pleasant smelling aromas. And so the so too for Hashem, this is where Hashem is, uh, is, uh, is this is the, the palace of Hashem. The Bechor Shor explains that don't go get the misunderstanding, don't arrive at the false conclusion that Hashem needs this, that he needs the palace and he needs all these accoutrements. Not at all. In fact, this is all about us. Hashem is allowing us to serve him through divine ritual. Similarly, he says in the example of Karbanos and sacrifice, it's not that Hashem needs carbonates. He doesn't, doesn't like animals being slaughtered for his own good. It's because he needs us to find a way to correct our actions. So he gave us a ritual way, a process to exit, to be able to leave behind difficult actions that we did in the past through a process of contrition expressed in a physical manifestation through carbonates. He gives an example. If your person is wearing a clean white robe, they're going to be more careful about where they step in the mud because they have a clean garment. But if a person already has a stained garment, they'll be much less careful. He says that the carbonos are to enable us the opportunity to keep laundering our spiritual clothes as well. The Klayakos says a little bit of a different idea, which is that there are two Mizbachos, there are two altars. There is the inside one, which is the gold one, and the outside one, which is the copper one. The inside one is much smaller, the outside one is much larger. In fact, they actually represent two aspects of kapara, of atonement. 
the outside runner atones for the body. And that's expressed why the limbs, the actual physical material limbs of the animals are placed on it and it's very visceral. A person sees the animal, they place their hands on it, they see the animal being slaughtered and parts of the animal being brought to the Mizbech and then being burnt up. They, it's almost as if their body deserves to be destroyed for the sin that they did. But it vicariously is being expressed through the animal. That's the outer Mizbech. But the inner Mizbech is not about the atonement of the body, it's the atonement of the soul. Because when a person does a sin, outer elements, the lower elements of the soul are tarnished, are hurt by it, and therefore the soul itself needs to be atoned, which is why the korban inside, in the golden mizbah, is like incense, is, is it's, it's smoke, it's very subtle, it's, it's symbolic, and a person should be thinking of the atonement that a person is receiving in terms of their soul, not just their body as well. And that's why, says the Klayakar, the inside mizbah is one by one, it is unitary, like the neshama. There's only one neshama as opposed to many limbs in the body as well. And the reason why it's used in the morning and the evening is it's to represent the morning and evening of our lives. In childhood when the soul is given to us pure and in the evening when it's taken back in the old age by Hashem at the right time, we hope that it is the same, if they say the same degree of purity as when it came as when it leaves as well. Now why is the Mizbeach placed here? This seems so out of place. All the Mepharshim ask this question. After all, we hear about the creation of the Aaron, the instructions of the Aaron, the Shulchan, the Menorah. We hear about the structure of the, of, of the Mishkan. Everything is in Parsha's Chumah. The only thing that's in our Parsha is the, the, the Big Day Kahuna and the process of Miluim, of inauguration. Why now, after everything is said and done, is the Mizbeach Torah placed here? Very, very strange. The Ramban, as quoted in the Torah, explains that the, we, we just hear about how Hashem wants to reside among the nation of Israel, which is the end of the previous Aliyah. And so Hashem expresses this by giving them another opportunity, by another implement, which emphasizes this way of coming closer to Hashem. The Ksavah Kabbalah, Rav Yaakov Mecklenburg, explains a few options. He says, perhaps this, this Kli, this vessel, was not meant to be a place, a way to bring Hashem's Shekhinah down, but rather it was more about us bringing Nachas Ruach in front of Hashem, and therefore it is isolated in the sense that it does not have the same function as well. The Vilnagons has a different explanation. He says that the fact that it's separated shows us that the Mizbeach was not Ma'akev. It is not going to withhold the other services working, even though it itself is lacking. Um, the Hashras Hashchina, Hashem's divine presence, will still rest on the Mishkan even if the Mizbeach Azav is not to be found, and that's expressed by the fact that it is the, the instructions for its creation are placed later, even though it was created at the same time, as we'll see later. The Maharam Chagiz, as quoted in the, the Ksava Kabbalah, says that if this Mizbeach was not present, the avoider of the incense could still be done, as opposed to the outside Mizbeach in which it could not be done, which is why it is emphasized in the fact that it. Um, um, the, 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 that it is isolated. So this Kli is actually less about itself, but about the place that it represents, as the Maram Chagiz explains. Finding, another, finding one last idea, we have the Haimek Tavar and the Nitziv. The Nitziv has a very beautiful observation where he says that the Ketores, which is the incense brought upon the Mizbeach Chazav, on this golden Mizbeach, is meant, as Chazal tell us, to atone for Lashon Hara, evil speech. Speech about others which is negative, even though it may be true. So how does it do that? What's the mechanism of this? So the Gemara explains in Erechen that it reminds Hashem of Gemilos Chasodim, of the kindness. Yes, it's true that we talk about each other, we slander each other, we hurt each other immeasurably, 
and sometimes we don't even understand the scale of which we of damage we create. But at the same time, it should be noted that we do uh, we do do a tremendous amount of good for each other, and that's sometimes going to help us. In fact, um, the, this is uh, the, this actually relates more to Shiloh than it does to Yerushalayim. Remember, the Mishkan arrived in Shiloh, and later on there was a Migdash made in Yerushalayim. The Gomorrah Yuma describes there was an elderly man who came to Shiloh, and he says he could smell the incense from the walls of the old Mishkan in Shiloh. Why is that? Why not more than Yerushalayim? So Nitziv explains that the Migdash was built in Yerushalayim in the territory of Yehud and Binyamin, who are, who are Gedolei Torah, who are great, who are great scholars. But the Mishkan was built in Shiloh in the, in the area of Yosef. That wasn't a place of great scholarship. That was a great place of society, social society. In fact, the attempt to make the northern kingdom was supposed to be a, a social society. There was, Yosef was built on the Zuchus of Gimenez Chasadim, and therefore in the Mishkan of Shiloh, that's why the, um, the, the focus was on the Katares. Now what's interesting about this is, is that this is why Katares, is, uh, as Sagula, is a merit towards wealth. Because if, uh, if we're bringing the Katares, if this particular coin brings the, uh, the Katares, um, the, this would represent the mitzvah of Gimenez Chasadim, of kindness, which is one of the few things mentioned in the Mishnah. Which we say every morning, which is that which is that a person is ochel parasem olamazera karen kaimas olamabah. That a person is able to derive benefit off the proceeds, the profits of these uh, these actions, even in this world. Which is why a person will gain richness from this. So why, that is specifically why it is that the mizbeach hazahav, this golden mizbeach, is somewhat unique to all the other kalim, all the other vessels, in the sense that in fact it had no um, upper limit as to how much katoris could be bought on it. Um, so meaning to say. In the outer Mizbech, there's very specifics about how much blood, where the blood was, and how it worked. However, the, 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 there was a, um, the, the Torah itself gives no shi'ur for the amount of incense to be brought. The Chachamim give it a gvul. They say it's a press in the morning and a press in the evening, but that is the sages who limit it. The Torah itself actually says that there's not got a limit, which relates to the notion of Gemilach's Chasadim itself, to um, kindness. Kindness has no upper limit. It's a, it, it, there is a, it is something which there is no there's no upper limit as to how much we can do for others and those people around us to make a difference. And that's perhaps why this this Mizbech is isolated from the other implements in the, in the Mishkan because it is less far it is less finite, it is less structured in its service because of what it represents, which is Gminas Khasarim, which is one of the great calling cards, one of the great attributes and merits that the nation of Israel truly has. With this we conclude the last Aliyah in Tetzaveh and the Parsha itself. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day and a beautiful Shabbat.